This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with two full-blown kids. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, togetherness. Is there anything we like doing as a family? Plus, Biz gives an update on feeding her kids. Teresa is a great mom. And we talk to Manoush Zamarodi and Jen Poignant of ZigZag. Woo! We're back from a break that you guys may not be aware we took. <laughs> we took one break for the Christmas break, and yep. then we had a Genius Fail Spectacular. Yep. But now we are back face to face. Together again. Together again. And it feels so good. Oh, it feels so, so right. So right. <laughs> Before. We get into something I've been wanting to ask you for a long time, for two weeks. Before we do that, we have an announcement to make. Is everybody ready? We are going to be in Portland March 2nd at Polaris. Woo! We're doing a live show and coming to you, Portland, Seattle. We hope you'll come over and visit us. So Even San Francisco. San Francisco. Long drive, everybody can, can get to it. Portland. Yeah, it's Portland. It's Portland. You want to be in Portland. So, guys, tickets go on sale this week. You can find out information on getting these tickets and time and all that good stuff by visiting our website, onebadmotherpodcast.com. So, do that. Teresa, I have been dying to ask you this question. Uh-huh. How are you? I'm fine. Great. Yeah. We had a good <laughs> winter break. Yeah. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. I That was great. That was great. That is great. Um, one funny thing that happened a, a couple days ago as we're, you know, getting into the last weekend of break, about yeah. to go back to school, Gracie went ahead and made a large butcher paper graph mm-hmm. chart mm-hmm. that she informed me displayed how I was doing as a mom. Ah, and she and I and you could see that I went up, up and down. down. All right, and, all right. Um, and so I asked her to sort of clarify. You know, yeah. what are the, what do these mean? <laughs> and I'll spare you all the nitty gritty. Sure, but the big takeaways were yes. Basically, we're on a scale of zero to a hundred, and oh, we're awesome. starting out in January at about a ten percent. Wow, that's a big range. I know, okay. and when you get closer. To December, mm-hmm. my rating goes up. That's nice. Based on the knowledge that Christmas is coming. Right. And so gifts are getting closer. So she said, I'm averaging around a 70 Aww. overall. It's not but bad. I, but it's going up as I get towards Christmas. And ah. then now we fluctuate throughout the day as well. Oh, I'm sure. So in the evening, 10% because yeah. I she has to be getting ready for bed. Yeah. And she's not into that. Not into you doing the momming, the actual yeah. work of momming. Exactly. <laughs> Middle of the night, I'm yeah. apparently at a 100 oh. because she knows I'm asleep and she can get up and do whatever she wants in the middle of the night. <laughs> This is what she told me. Um, I mean, you're 100% mom there were because s- you're completely out of it and unavailable. There were to so many. Me I mean, literally, yeah. the takeaways were to be a good mom, it's 
Total hands off, no rules, plus <laughs> gifts. That's that's basically what it comes down to. Although there was one very sweet part where she said that whenever she's at school, uh-huh. I'm at a 100 because I found that school for her and she's having fun at school. Oh, I know. Now that's a good takeaway. I know. That was that that's made it all <laughs> worthwhile. worthwhile. Yeah, I, I think she's got great insight. Into yeah. what makes a good mom. Uh-huh. Just so you know, maybe this is just the age. Katie Bell does a lot. Of, does some charts. Okay. Sometimes she walks around with a clipboard and oh, is good. Like oh, grading clipboard. the whole family. Oh, yes. So we're all getting a score, oh, so like one good. to ten. Yes. There'll be some bar graphs mm-hmm. of like shading in of where are you on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellis doing very poorly. <laughs> Papa, okay, but yells. They don't like that. I'm doing all right, though I wear jeans. And that's, she doesn't like the jeans, right? So formal and fun, Uh I wear jeans. So, you know, I just, I think that is a good sign that everybody's right on track. We're on track. I'm glad that somebody's supervising us. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Biz? Uh-huh. Yeah, a little of that, a little of this and that. Okay, all right. Just, I, you know, just what? Because, noises now because just noises. <laughs> because I'm a parent. We're not gonna talk about any of that, okay. and we'll just talk about something else. Okay, let's talk about something else. Okay, and I just wanted to give an update. I thought this was an important update. Okay, regarding. Ellis's eating habits. Oh yeah! Please. Are you are you ready? I'm, I'm sure you're in. all thinking, or I'm sure in your mind you're imagining all the hard work we've been doing, mm-hmm. and you know, parenting project goal number one: Ellis eating. Yeah. And no, he's still not eating uh-huh. anything. Okay. In fact, we've eliminated a number of things mm. that were standards. Okay. We tried the no thank you bite thing for a little while. Yeah. Because uh, I know he does it at school. So we were like, hot damn, if yeah. he's used to this at school, we'll do it here. Yeah. And we lasted two weeks and that was total. I just was like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to have this fight. Yeah. So the kid eats these 10 things. Yeah. Some of those things are really healthy and the other things are okay. Right. And I'm just going to let this go. Yes. I'm going to walk away. Good. So that is, I just, you know, because I'm like, oh, you know, people talk about their kids having problems. And if we don't follow up, we think yeah, they probably got know. better. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't. Oh. <laughs> I, I really appreciate yeah. this update. Thank you. Yeah. That's a really this. important to hear. It's yeah. not getting it's any not better. Getting better. He's not but you aging okay. out of it. Yeah. We tried some stuff. Yeah. But we weren't up for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. that's... That's where we are. Okay. That's the update. You're doing such a good job, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I am in a prime zone of uh, many things are happening, and I'm trying to just stay in the moment. Anywho, I think talking about Ellis and his diet actually ties in really nicely to the topic we're talking about today, because feeding my children dinner, my family, feeding my family meals, Mm -hmm. it would be ideal if there could be just one meal even that we all enjoyed together. Yes. And today we're going to step outside of meal and just find out if there's anything we all like doing together. (laughs) 
please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Is there anything you like doing as a family with your family? Oh, God. When you texted me this topic idea, I did laugh out loud because it's so good. And it's so funny. Yeah. Because it really is what we think of as families. This is what families do. Families have things they like doing together. Family equals doing things together. Togetherness. Family time. That lots oh, living in the so same house, funny. living in yeah. the same house. Yeah, that's an activity we do together. Sure. <laughs> but I guess I want sleeping. <laughs> Everyone, when we're all at a hundred percent sleeping, we're all sleeping. <laughs> I do. At a certain, I'm just gonna skip ahead and say that, like, in my list of things that yeah. I, I would like, yeah, would be I would love for the thing that we enjoy doing together as a family. All sitting in the same room, uh-huh. doing our own things yeah. that we really like quietly. Separately, quietly, <laughs> together. I know. I okay. love it. So let's, this is a very funny yeah. topic. It uh, is. But it's also, I, I think it's a very like spot on topic. Because right. I, I let's just, let's go back. Mm-hmm. Pre-kids. Yeah. What did you, or, or do you want to go back first to, were there things that you did as a family, mm. with your family. Mm-hmm. Let's actually start there because those memories can really skew what we imagined yes. going into parenting. Yes. So w- did your family enjoy doing anything together? Yeah, <laughs> we did. I mean, we did. Like we, I mean, again, I'm thinking of, I'm when I yeah. remember, I'm thinking of times when I was older. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I agree. it's kind of hard to compare. <laughs> but like, yeah, we we went hiking a lot. We spent time in the Sierra Mountains together. We loved hiking and swimming in lakes. Nice. And my dad's parents had a pool for much of my growing up. And um. so we also all enjoyed swimming at that pool as a family. Very nice. Those are the two big ones that stand out. I have a question. Yeah. Because you have a unique situation in which your brother mm-hmm. is much younger than yeah. you and your sister. He wasn't there for that pool time. <laughs> he doesn't even enter into that. Well, so, yeah. so that wasn't as a whole family. So once it he, was, well, until, it was until yeah. he came along. <laughs> he didn't get to enjoy. He, I think they had sold, because my grandmother yeah. had passed away and they had sold yeah. that house. So he just didn't. Was there anything once he was around? Mm-hmm. Was there anything? Because I we're gonna I know yeah. the big reveal is yeah. age. Right. The big reveal really is going to be It's going to be age. Yeah. And ability. Yeah. And ability. Well. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So is there anything from when he was around? Definitely the the hiking Still. really like all the way through. Because yeah. like with, you know, babies and toddlers, you can hike with them in the backpack. Yeah. And, you know, we just kind of always, that was always like every summer. But that's, I'm talking about like every summer and then like occasionally during yeah. the year and maybe like. To the beach sometimes, like, during the year, like, going to the beach. I guess enjoying nature as a family. Yeah, okay. Um, You know, I grew up in the North Bay, in Bay Area, so there's just, like, lots of access to beautiful hiking trails and beaches and, yeah, stuff. All right, good. So that's real. Yeah, that that is real. Yeah. (laughs) The first thing I could think of was, 
television. Uh-huh. <laughs> we watched yeah, fair. TV together. I think that's as true a family. For a lot of family. You know, like, I mean, we ate in front of the TV, and it was the eighties, the you know, end of the seventies, beginning uh-huh. of the eighties, and you know, so we had the TV trays, and uh-huh. we watch things together. Uh-huh. But even something in particular that uh, you would always watch, or well, Star was it Trek just... for me and my folks. But again, I'm trying to think if there's something that all. Four yeah. of us did because uh, yeah. my sister's four years older. Mm-hmm. So by the time I was like old enough to really want to sit and watch a bunch of stuff, she was like, you know, heading into high school and parties and going yeah. out on weekends and, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So probably I, I, I cannot think of something in which all four of us were together. Like, yeah. really, like, this is a thing we always Yeah, this is do. what we always do. This is, yeah. I mean, like, because I say poker, but Mama didn't like playing poker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the three of us like to play poker, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah. uh, watching some TV shows, but not all TV shows, right? right? You know, yeah. like, we weren't a hikey family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we might have eventually become a family who liked doing things in the same room together. Maybe. I don't know. You know, Mama was in law school for a big mm-hmm. chunk of it. So, like... What about the puzzles? No, we guys... weren't. We didn't puzzle back then as oh, much. Oh, okay. The puzzling is definitely now a... Oh, I'll okay. enjoy working the Right. Okay. All right. So, now we've got... We're about to have kids. Yeah. We want to have a family. Yeah. What did you think... Family together. And I, yeah. I definitely went into this assuming we were doing stuff together as a family. Me too. You know, yeah. and I think I've spent a majority of this show yeah. talking about the crushing reality of that, like, just not happening. Yeah. Or at least the thing. Because what it is is there are lots of things we do together. But that is not the same thing as all of us are enjoying it. Right. Right? So... Yeah. But I think going into parenting, I for sure thought we'd all be, like, singing and playing instruments. Right. I really thought there'd be some serious sing-alongs happening right. in my house with yeah. all of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not the case at all. You know, Stefan went in with the whole movie, Sunday morning pancake movies, and we we do that. But uh, Stephen, Are you still doing that? Yeah, we are still okay. doing it. But, like, Stefan and I are still a little checked out on the movies because, you know, they're watching I know. a lot of repeats and stuff yeah. like that. I think, but that was like an an image of what was going to happen. I just yeah. figured we would just all have a lot of fun together. Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Yeah. We have found some things and we'll get to that. But like going in, yeah. I am at, I think my image. Yeah. My prediction mm-hmm. of what we were going to do together. Mm-hmm. Is gardening. We're going to be outside. Right. I was going to be able to focus on my gardening while my kids played around me. Yeah. Right? Just actually not together in us, but we yeah. were in the same space together. Right. So, yeah. Did you have... I think movies is a big yeah. one. Just because, like, I, we just start, like, started kind of doing movie nights yeah. a little bit now recently. Yeah. And Curtis is the weird toddler right. who will actually kind of hang out oh. with us and watch the movie now, cool. sort of. That's good. Yeah, like we watched the Peanuts movie the other yeah. night, and he was like pretty much into it most of the time, especially with like snacks around yeah. and kind of just toddling around. So that's that's new. So I expect that to hopefully just like continue to get better. But that's one of those things where I just imagine that instantly like, oh, it's going to be so fun to have kids and like yeah. hang out and watch movies. Yeah. I thought game that night that would be yeah game, game night. night. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I agree. we're not there yet with no. any of that, really. Well, like, I guess that's what's interesting. I think that's the big thing is that I, I, I kind of feel like maybe now that I've had some experience, there's going to be a window. Yeah, where we'll a all window. sync up, yeah. all the planets will align, yeah. It'll and last we're gonna for and it's six gonna, weeks max. <laughs> Max, it's gonna last for six weeks. I was thinking logistically, we're gonna do it once, one time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be it. Because, like, I think so. Ellis is five. Katie Bell is nine, mm. not seven. She's nine. Uh-huh. And I, I, being outside, like going to the beach. Yeah, we all like being at an ocean. That's good, right? Like, I feel like yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. And like you growing up, hikes tend to be relatively successful. Uh-huh. But even there, there's a problem with, like, one wants to go really fast and one wants to, like, linger and and I'm carrying. So I would say beach right now is, like, everybody's happy in one place. But I feel like it may be a mistake for us to be making the goal that everyone's happy. Like, I sort of feel like... (laughs) That may be, like, unrealistic. Like, I, I feel sure. like there's a happy medium of, like, this is a thing we all do together. It doesn't mean, like, it's going to go smoothly every time. It's sure. just that we know as our family this is something we generally are all kind of, like, oh, good with that we kind of all want to do. You know what I mean? Like, no, we I all agree. do this. Like, but I want the goal to be it's like, something that we all, that we all yeah. we're all having a good time. Because a lot of what we do now, like, let's yeah. say we do a game night. We do games. Uh-huh. And we are all playing them, uh-huh. okay? But inevitably, it's going to wind up with Stefan getting, like, kind of irritated and frustrated because yeah. Katie Bell's rolling that dice like it's a, you know, she's at a craps table. We right. chase the dice. Either one or both children will be upset that they yeah. didn't win. And yeah. for the most part, the anxiety of not winning starts way earlier than the game even, right. you know, wherever we are in the game. So that's actually not that fun. No. I mean, no one's having with fun, right? Yeah. Like TV or movies, Katie Bell's getting there. Uh-huh. You know, we can watch some interesting stuff with her. Mm-hmm. But like Ellis, you know, isn't, right? right? Like, and yeah. so that's not really that fun. Yeah. Bowling worked once. Okay. And we keep thinking we should go should back to bowling, but it's yeah. so scared. It's not going to be yeah. as much fun. But, like, I feel like right now at this age, with them still being young, and it's the same with your kids, uh-huh. a lot of it is we're all going to do this together, but uh-huh. one of us probably isn't going to be happy. And if you want it to be super successful, you should be prepared for it to be you who is not happy. happy. Oh. A little. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to watch that fucking movie. Right. You know what I mean? But right. like, but like but we're all it together. would be right. right. And it would be so much worse if like the kids don't like the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it would be so much worse. Yeah, that's very you true. You know, like it's Yeah. And then I worry, well, if once Katie Bell hits like teen mm-hmm. and Ellis is like at a real prime spot, like basically Ellis's would be where Katie Bell is now, mm-hmm. like ready to watch stuff, ready to do a lot of cool stuff. You know, Katie Bell will have entered some phase of like not wanting to do that. Or again, wanting right. to only listen or do stuff that we're like, I don't want to fucking listen to that. You know, like, I don't uh, want to yeah. watch teen movie two or whatever. Yeah. Hot teens are happening at that particular time. <laughs> yeah. I I will say we haven't talked about restaurants. No. And I did used to <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to 
There was one restaurant, a particular pizza place that was near my dad's mm-hmm. store where he worked, and he would sometimes, occasionally, like a couple times a year, take my sister and I there. Yeah. Again, sorry, youngest brother. <laughs> I don't think you were yet with We us. ran out of good times yeah. when you came around. <laughs> there, he probably did other stuff. I mean, we're 12 I know. years old. It's like Massively, really almost yeah. a different generation. Yeah. But that was a really special thing that we really liked doing together. But again, my mom was like kind of a bone, like she was like fine with it but it wasn't like special to her but we do right now we are in a sweet spot in the thorn family where we have a a neighborhood restaurant that is all of our favorite restaurant what literally i know and we have so many problems with food yeah in our house but this (laughs) one place all of us it is our favorite literally all of us and we go we so we eat there at least once a week yeah i bet because it's like well we should just go everybody wants to go yeah so that is amazing. And I think wow. that is going to be with us. Like what Jesse and I always talk about, if we move, we can't move too far away from this restaurant because we'll just be going there. For, yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's a yeah. very important part of our family culture. Well, see, I, <laughs> see, I remember really enjoying going to restaurants uh-huh. with the folks. Yeah. But I'm sure that that is a skewed memory uh-huh. from like so like what I remember as things that we enjoyed doing together. Mm. Very possibly, they were not enjoying it as much. I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe a little. I mean, I'm just thinking yeah. about. It. There's a lot of stuff that I know Katie Bell and Ellis say that they have loved doing, and uh-huh. Stefan and I side eye each other oh, really? like for yeah. real. Okay. Yeah, yell the whole time. You know, like our yeah. we're experiencing it in different interesting ways. Yeah, which. It's important to note, but at the same time, impossible for it to, like, be changed or be affected in any way. I right. mean, you know, obviously a lot of it has to do with attitude. You either, yeah. your attitude has to be, on, you know, ready to go. Yeah. And the, you can't take a kid to go enjoy something yes. if they're definitely not no. in the mood to be enjoying something. Yes. So, and it depends on your kid. It depends. On, I mean, there's, yeah. like, a lot of factors yeah. in the old enjoying. Yes. And so, I think the trick is... To hope for it. Yeah. And be ready for it. Yeah. And just grab it. Look what for it. it. Look, Look for, for chances it. for it. Look for yeah. it. That's a nice thing to say. Yeah. Look for it. That's a family activity we can all do together. <laughs> One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family when and where you need it. You guys, Care.com is a really awesome resource. Biz and I both have premium memberships. The interface is super intuitive and super helpful. You guys should check it out. Care.com is the world's largest digital marketplace for finding and managing family care. At Care.com, you can find care for everyone in the family. Whether you need childcare while you're at work or need to line up a sitter for a special kid-free date night, Care.com is there for you. You can also find housekeepers, dog walkers, tutors, errand runners, and senior care because family includes a lot of stuff. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit Care.com slash mother when you subscribe. That's Care.com slash mother for 30% off a premium membership.
Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I have been doing really well with not screaming at people in my house. Hey. Um, I kind of came to the realization through a lot of <laughs> self-help reading and therapy <laughs> yes. that um, that basically like I really do kind of like make a subconscious choice to yell and scream mm. when I just ultimately want to control people in my life <laughs> who I can't control and I like and I've run out of ways to control them. And that's a very painful thing to realize, mm. but once I realized it, I, like, don't do it anymore. Wow. I, I'm afraid to say I don't do yeah, it anymore, because yeah, obviously it. it could happen, but, like, it understanding that yeah. really has helped me, and, like, it's been just so nice. It's been such a nice How? That's change. great. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. That's amazing. <laughs> So, I believe I have mentioned somewhere along the line, and if not, here you go. Ellis, for the last couple of months, has suddenly become afraid of mummies oh, or and or yeah. that is somehow involved a ghost. Yes. And so now can't go anywhere. Like, he right. can't, like, go into his room to get something real quick without one of us going. And we're writing it out, and we're, we're, you know, something clearly along the line has triggered some sort of anxiety. But, you know, for the most part, he's all right. And it hasn't affected going to school, and it hasn't affected sleep time. And I can say that out loud now because it has affected sleep time. Okay. <laughs> so I just wasn't going to utter that right. out loud. Right. But over the last, like, two days, suddenly he's scared to go to sleep because the ghost will come in yeah. and get him. And, I mean, the babysitter was there the first night. She did a great job, you know, coming up with a lot of ideas that got him to go to sleep. Katie Bell, of course, is, you know, casting spells and all this stuff. So I'm putting him to bed last night, and he's like, you know, I'm really scared. The ghosts are going to, you know, come in and get me. And I was like, I, you know, they got to get through me, your father, Katie Bell, and the cats. Cats have no patience for ghosts. They, you know, we know when there's a ghost around because of cats. And he's like, it's not enough. They can still get in here. And I said, I don't know. I, all of the watching of Supernatural and all of my other weird, like, enjoyments of ghosts and things spooky came fully into play. And I said, Ellis, I know what we need to do. He's like, what? I need to get some salt. And I need to put salt along your doorway. Now, for anybody who uh, really is having a problem with ghosts, you need to surround yourself completely uh, with salt. There can be no way for the ghost to get past the salt. Mm -hmm. But uh, in this case, I didn't get into all that. I just said, I'm going to put it right across your door. Mm -hmm. And the ghost cannot, when the ghost hits the salt, they like evaporate. It just like blows Mm -hmm. them up. This totally satisfied him. I went and got the salt and I put it down. Feel like I'm doing a good job because Katie Bell immediately knew what what it was. Yeah, <laughs> Stefan was on board, and so far, uh, one night down, 
Salt is still there. So good. And yeah. So there you go. Good job. Thank you. This is a genius. My daughter is eight and she's just starting to take care of all of her personal needs, like brushing her hair and brushing her teeth all by herself. And of course, because she's doing all of these things by herself, she kind of sucks at it, especially (laughs) getting all the layers of her hair thoroughly brushed. So consequently, there's always tons of tangles. And also being eight, she doesn't really want to listen to her mom anymore, try to explain to her that she needs to get through all the layers of hair. So today, when she went to go get her hair trimmed, I had the hairstylist teach her how to brush all of the layers of her hair and not just the top layer of her hair. And guess what, you guys? Mm-hmm. She listened, and it was great. I outsourced teaching my daughter how to brush her hair to a professional, and I feel like a freaking genius. Y'all are doing a great job. Bye. This is so genius. It's so, it's so good. good. Guys, other people can yeah. teach our kids stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> she is dead on with the yeah. whole, oh, you know, she's eight. She yeah. wants to do everything, but that wants yeah. to not have your opinion on yeah. how to do it. And Which is a totally different thing than the whole toddler, I can do it myself. This is more a full dismissal of any authority you have in her life. And to just let some, yeah. Yes. 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 You are doing such a good job. And bonus for taking your child in to get their hair cut. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't done that again for way too long. You're doing a great job. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay. So it was the last day of school before winter break. And I had painstakingly written out these very personalized cards (laughs) to each one of my seven-year-old's teachers and TAs who work closely with her. And I left to go pick up Oscar and then go to Gracie's school and pick her up. And I left them on the dining room table Mm -hmm. in my house. And I discovered it as I was already at Oscar's school, which... I mean, once you get there, I didn't have time to go no. all the way back. I was just going to have to go straight to Gracie's school. And it's the last day of school before break. And I'm like, I guess I could save them for when we get back. But then I was like, then it's like totally over and school yeah. doesn't start till like a week after New Year's. And I I just, I, I, it made me crazy, but there was nothing I could do yeah. about it. So I thought, well, we ha- don't have time to go all the way back home, but we do have time. There's a Target right by Oscar's school. We do have time to, like, run in, sure. grab a pack of cards, and I can just, like, write something and at least have something, you yeah. know? So, but of course, and Oscar's a really good sport, but of course, it's right before Christmas, and Target oh. is totally crazy. Yeah. And he's had a morning of school, and he's tired and hungry and oh. seeing all the, like, stuff that they have at Target. And I couldn't, I just, I couldn't find the stuff that I wanted. It was, it was a really bad, it made us late. It took way too long. Finally get to the car. Finally, like, I'm like, okay, I guess we'll just like write these really quick when we get to the school. We need to at least get over there. So we get over to Gracie's school. We park and then I start to write the cards and I realize I bought. Christmas cards, not like oh holiday God. cards, which I hate. Like I, I, know, I celebrate I Christmas when I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know 
know which of these people, people celebrate. celebrate. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Like yeah. I'm not. I. It's easy to get a holiday card, exactly. Right? But it so just happened to be. I couldn't tell because <laughs> the outside it wasn't, but yeah. then on the inside of the card it was. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the miracle. It Jesus. was. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> and then to make matters worse, so then I just like scribbled the most generic thing on all of them because we were late, and we go oh. in, and I gave them to people, and then because my brain was like messed up from this experience I found myself saying Merry Christmas to people <laughs> too like on top of that because I was like just all broken inside yeah. and like well maybe I'm just a Christmas person so that's why I'm doing this like I don't know what my problem was I was so broken at that point um, I feel much better now but that was a very sad day and then we, of course I had to come home yeah. to the cards yeah. see them there and throw them in the trash oh. can God. Because that was over. Oh, Teresa. You know? Yeah, because that was over. It was over. That I was thought over. about it. I was like, is there anything I can do with these? No, it's mm. over. Well. <laughs> they went in the trash. Happy holidays, Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> God, that is awful. <laughs> I am so sorry. Thank you. Mine pales in comparison. Okay, let's hear it. For the last, like, five, six months, Stefan and I have been like, where are all of our knives? Like, just uh-huh. the regular eating yeah. knives. Like the butter There's knives? There's three. Yeah. There, we have like Weird. three yeah. just regular knives. And I'm yeah. like, where? I mean, we send spoons with Katie Bell to school and they yeah. make it back. No one's sending a knife. Yeah. Where are the knives? Yeah. I've even like kind of looked at like, you know, stores to maybe get new knives. You know, you get yeah. double forks because you got like sell and regular right. price. But they, these knives, where are the knives? Yeah. Stephanie even almost got some for Christmas. And I was like, don't you get knives yeah. as a Christmas gift? Yeah. We don't need them that bad. Yeah. But like, <laughs> not the knives. And then last weekend, Stefan, like, so we've got a divider in our drawer. Yeah. And, you know, spoon section, knife section, fork yeah. section, smaller spoon section. And then there's, like, this long thing where there's, like, a cake knife and some, like, weird serving things. Yeah. And uh, in there are the rest of our like knives. all the knives. All the knives. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Stefan's like, here are all the knives. And I was like, what? But, like, even after finding all those knives, like, last night I was like, how are there still only two knives here for me yeah. to pull from for this? dinner yeah he's like give our guests the knives <laughs> wow yeah that's really I don't know, confusing like, it's i don't know what it means but it's a bad omen yeah <laughs> hey ladies this is gonna be a daddy rant slash fail uh this is over thanksgiving weekend and just had uh first daughter uh October 3rd, so she's uh, just over seven weeks old. Um, needless to say, we're still trying to figure some stuff out. And, uh, I have a job where I'm on call, and I get extra pay when I take on call, so I thought it was just a fucking great idea, since my wife isn't working, to take uh, to take the on-call over the, the holiday weekend. What could go bad? Oh, it's extra pay because it's the holiday. Fuck no. It's a disaster. I was just thinking about my daughter and my wife, and I've just gotten crushed. Not only am I not sleeping because of the baby, I'm also not sleeping because of the fucking on-call, which is 24 hours a day. What a fucking idiot. What a dumbass. Fuck. I'm out walking the dogs right now. I have tears streaming down my face. And 
listen to your podcast, and now I feel better. <laughs> Keep it up, ladies. You're, you're doing a great job. Thanks. Bye. So are you. You're doing such a good job. You're you're also failing because this is a cla- I I do want to say this is sort of like classic fail of the like the baby's coming yeah or the baby just got here. I'll commit to something because especially like work wise or trip wise mm-hmm. or like a family event or I mean there's like a million things yeah. that we think it's going to be totally fine yes and then. The there's a kid in your house suddenly, and you're like, oh, why did I? Wow, yeah, just that was the worst. Yeah, and you still have to do it. Yeah, and that that's bad. And like, I also just want to you know say shout out to partners, you know, uh, of like, yeah, this is also really hard for you. Yeah, you you miss the baby and you miss your wife and you want to be there and you're not sleeping. Yeah, and like. It's and you're crying because you're not sleeping. Sleeping and you're yeah. That's what happens when you don't sleep. And you feel like just like all of us, you feel guilty because you made a choice and you can't yeah. take the choice back. And like yeah, it is. It's a fail. It's not a happy fail at all. Mm-mm. It's definitely rant worthy as well. And all that is to say, you are doing a really good job yeah you are you really are you really are yeah you are the greatest mom i've ever known i love you i love you when i have a problem i call you on the phone Hey, Teresa, let's call someone today. This week, we are calling Manoush Zamarodi and Jen Plant. Manoush is the host of ZigZag and co-founder of Stable Genius Productions. Investigating how technology is transforming humanity is her passion and expertise. Manoush created, hosted, and was managing editor of Note to Self at WNYC Studios, which the Academy of Podcasters named Best Tech Podcast of 2017. Jen is co-founder of Stable Genius Production. She identifies, nurtures, and collaborates with on-air talent to create groundbreaking podcasts. Previously, she was WNYC's studio's executive producer and developed Note to Self and other hit shows, including Two Dope Queens. Manoush and Jen left their steady jobs at New York Public Radio to launch Stable Genius Productions. And with all that said, welcome, Manoush and Jen. <laughs> Woo! Thank you for having us. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. Before we get into talking about ZigZag, I would love to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house? And Manoush, we will start with you. Okay. My husband, Josh, a, a boy who's 11 and a girl who's eight. Uh, and we refer to them as the boy and the girl. Uh, <laughs> no pets. Definitely some dust bunnies also live there. Okay, no pets. All right. All right. You are the wise one who has gone petless. <laughs> Jen, how about you? So for me, it's myself and my son. He, he's turned to seven in November. And um, 
a little sad though. We we had a dog for about twelve years, and um, and she just passed. So it's just my son and I together right now. I am oh, so sorry. sorry. I am very. I know sorry. it's okay. You guys have you know kids that are Teresa and I both have kind of younger kids. I think uh, Teresa's oldest is seven, and mine is nine. Though I keep thinking that she's seven. She's not. She's definitely nine and younger. So I'm just. We talked earlier today about. Is there anything we like doing together as a family? <laughs> so, and I keep thinking there's got to be a window where it hits. So just for fun, I'm going to ask you guys, is there anything you guys like doing all together? <laughs> Jen, I'm going to pass this one to you because I got to say you and yeah. your ex like actually make it work like as doing things like as a family unit, even though you're not Whoa. you know, married anymore. Wow. That's, That's true. We level. do. So I think, yeah, part of it for us, um, my ex-husband and I both live in a relatively small neighborhood in, in the, it's called the Rockaways. It's in Queens in, in New York City, but it's right at the beach. And um, even though we split, we split about six years ago, you know, we made a commitment to co-parent together. So he lives about 10 minutes down the road and we have shared custody of our son and we work really hard at trying to maintain, um, you know, a stable relationship and a stable situation for him. And our community is kind of, you know, this artsy surfer beach community inside New York City. And it just provides kind of a cool opportunity to, to raise our kid um, kind of centered around an ocean based community. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so we go to the beach a lot, basically, is the answer to that one. But um, and we also there's a boardwalk here, so we run into to his dad a lot on the boardwalk, and you know there'll be hangouts at the concession stands and um, art shows and all sorts of things inside the community that that we want to be able to kind of mingle out at the same time. So all of those activities kind of fall under boardwalk and beach. Well, Teresa and I both have the like mouth hanging open, like you're doing such a good yeah, job. That wow, Yay, we're trying. Ben. We're trying. Yeah. It Th- takes work, though. Honestly, no, I mean, there's yeah. been there have been stressful moments, and there's family therapy involved to make sure conflicts get resolved. It's not all like rosy and perfect no, or anything, but we, we try really hard. I can guarantee you, we are not assuming that it's rosy, which is why we want to say that's yeah. so great. Yeah. Like it's like ninety yeah. percent of well, almost all of parenting, I think, is just. No one sees what you're doing and or cares. They might see that you're doing it, but no one really gives a shit what you're doing as a parent. Uh, and so I, I, know just think, I just think that's, yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. Good job. So, uh, Manoush, thank you. Manoush, you'll never be able to live up to that. Let's move on. No, I won't. But I mean, I got to say, like, they're doing a good job. But like, honestly, can we just like put it out there? Like, even though I have the traditional family unit. Yeah. It sucks when the four of us are all together oh. most of the time. Yes, that was right? our takeaway. We, but we didn't yes. actually get to the point of saying that. So yes. thank, you thank you for saying, for saying that. Because I think we just assumed oh that. We but just, yes. But yes, yes, because like there's not, we were sitting here thinking, <clears throat> well, um, we all sleep in the same house. Yeah. That's an activity we all do time. together. <laughs> Eating, foods, going yeah. to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. We usually get along because, like, we're busy. We're yeah. stuffing our faces. Oh, that's But, like, thought. from us right now, like, you know, divide and conquer. Because yeah. when it's the four of us, it just turns into, like, bickering and somebody's got a problem and whining and blah, blah, blah and all the rest of it. And, like, right now, I got to say, I really enjoy my children and my husband more when it's one-on-one. Yeah. Like, the yeah. four of us is very yeah. tough. 
Yeah. It's also I feel <laughs> That's like a really good I'm, point. We never got to this, I but know. like I feel like it's really true. Also, that like it's so much easier when one parent is just in charge of the outing. Yeah, because one parent yeah. kind of just can lead the outing, and like we can deal with whatever comes up with the kids, but like we kind of know what's happening. And yeah. when it's the two of us, it's kind of like, well, who's going to respond to this issue that comes up or who's going to decide when to, I mean, it's just like so yeah. much more complicated. Yeah. And what I've learned totally. in, in our house, because the latest thing I've been trying is just don't speak. Just don't speak. When they ask a question, oh, how's let, that just going? let him speak. Yeah. And then, but he's also like, I'm not speaking. And yeah. then I, <laughs> the kids are like, are you going to answer us? <laughs> anyway, all right, let's let's move on to ZigZag. Uh, in the first season of your podcast, ZigZag, you document the process of creating uh, Stable Genius Productions. Uh, in the very first episode, we all got to learn that you were offered funding for your company, and then the funding fell through, but you still did it. So I guess we my first it. question is, why? And <laughs> why? I mean, like, why, why was it so important for you guys to create Stable Genius Productions? And, you know, Manoush, we'll start with you on this. Jen, jump in if she doesn't get it right. <laughs> yeah. So what you left out was like the what you also hear in that episode is me leaving yes. a bar where I was with Jen to drown our sorrows because my husband called because he had to stay at work late and oh. couldn't pick up our kids yes. from oh, softball God. practice. Yes, I am oh. sorry. So that I is recorded, kind of a key moment. Yes. <laughs> drunken, drunken lamenting and parenting all in one single moment of an episode. Um, I think, yeah, no, but it was, it all kind of came together. I mean, you know, for us, I think, it, there were there were multiple reasons. Like part of it was like the Me Too stuff that was going on in the wider world of media and in our public radio station. Not that we were affected personally, but right. there was a sense of just wanting to own our shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we just were tired of going into meetings and not getting to pull the trigger on stuff because we just weren't in control. And that's just how, you know, the, these companies work. And so we thought, well, wouldn't it be nice if we got to decide what happened? <laughs> um, how refreshing, what? right? This and is weird. I know. <laughs> and I think also, like, we were getting all this feedback from people, like, you're really on to something, you know, why don't you, you, you should, you should go bigger. You should, you know, and we just thought, I don't know about you, Jen, but I didn't, I didn't, was not looking forward to listening to myself complain for yeah. another three to five years. And so at some point you're like, put your money where your mouth is, ladies, like either shit or get off the pot. And so <laughs> I think we kind of dared ourselves. And the problem with me and Jen is we'll look each other in the eye and start laughing maniacally and just <laughs> hold hands and jump. So that's what happened. Jen, is it? Yeah. And yeah. just to add to that, I, I think also we were very fortunate in the sense that we had prepared for that moment for years together. Uh. So even though that funding fell through, I had um, just a lot of confidence that even if that funding fell through, that we were going to be fine. And I know Not you to did say too. We didn't I mean, feel like barfing every moment. Sure, it was scary. It was really <laughs> scary. And like that moment when I, when I don't think I'll ever forget it when I found out that Manoush called me to tell me that the funding had fallen through, and it, my mom happened to be visiting. Um, and she was sitting next to me on the couch, and I was slowly. Tears were slowly rolling down my face. Ha ha! We're laughing at your pain. I know. It's so real. It's so real. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I was totally trying to hide it from her, and I was like, "Okay, mm -hmm. I hear. Yep, it's going to be fine. 
Yeah. It'll be fine. But I knew, I mean, so it wasn't easy, but at the same time, there was a deeper confidence because of the, the partnership that we had built and all of the preparation and all of the talking and all of the planning that had gone into making that decision. We didn't just do it blithely. Like we yeah. really, we talked for a long time about how this would affect our lives and our families. And so when that funding fell through, it was a blow for sure, but it it just wasn't enough for us to be like, we, we're not going to be okay. We also didn't have a choice at that point. Excellent. I really hope you had already were at that bar because you had just said, fuck you to your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly right. I love it. All right. You, well, the other thing I love, and we just touched a little bit on it, is the fact that you guys do talk about being mothers on the podcast. And I love this because, you know, we, people are just told to never speak about parenting. And like, <laughs> just do not talk about it. Especially mothers. Don't, especially mothers. Yeah. Don't, don't talk about it. And especially yeah. don't talk about it in relation to your work. Yeah. Because wah, 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 this yeah. is why you shouldn't be working. Blah, 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 blah. And you guys do it and it's great. And I think listening to that while at the same time reading yet another article and another article and another article about, you know, it's the same fucking fable story thing that they people keep putting out about having it all. You can't have it all. You can have it all. You can't have it all. If you don't like your what mm-hmm. team are you? You hate working. You hate staying at home. What else can we come up with for you guys to just fucking hate yourselves? And so I want to ask you guys, uh, I am super healthy, guys. I want to, I may need to stop reading articles. Yeah. With this, and Jim, we'll start with you. Where, are you having it all? Where are you on the sort of, you know, making this balance work? I think for me, I'm not going to speak for Manoush, but Manoush is incredibly patient with me when it comes to my need to um, to work remotely. And we didn't fully plan on that when we started, but the working remotely helps both with my commute, but also with being around more for my my son and not having it's kind of tied together he's actually away right now with his dad but um on a trip but just not having to like have the panic of like rushing home in an hour and a half long commute where like my work is not going to be as focused um to get make sure i get him from aftercare on time and all those stressors like yeah figuring out how to be as efficient as you possibly can and present with like thinking particularly when you founded a business thinking about what the business needs on a ma- on a macro scale and on a micro scale uh for me Manusha's patience with me having to work remotely out in Rockaway because she knows how important this community is to me has been the key if I didn't have that as a particularly as a founder of a business I'm not, I'm not sure if I would be able to handle the any kind of balance at all, yeah. but, but it allows for a, a time shifting where I can work. And this might sound crazy, but sometimes I work at two o'clock in the morning and sometimes I work at six o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I work at three in the afternoon. It just allows for yeah. time shifting to maneuver in a way that, um, I, I couldn't do it without that. So Manoush, how about you? How's the, the balance for, for you? Yeah, no, I feel like, you know, the the thing that is hard is I, when you go to a job, you, you're at the job, like there, there's no separation of work and family right, right now for us. And I do find 
Um, it often, and you know, I wrote the book on this literally about, uh, managing your screen time, but I find it more difficult <laughs> as someone who owns a business because, uh, you know, I am what, like today, my kid had to go take a tan- standardized test. So my husband's taking both of the kids to guitar lesson, but after that, I'm going to relieve the other nanny who's supposed to get dinner ready. But meanwhile, our producer is upstate doing her first reporting trip, and we're trying to coach her through that. Plus, we've got another team starting another project who I'm also pinging with. I'm also, did I mention I was going to San Francisco next week? So it's like, (laughs) all like, it's it's like triage, you know, constant, Mm -hmm. constant triage. And I think... For me, I, I really have to remind myself that the most important work that I do, and frankly, the work that makes the most money, is the sitting down and shutting it all off and writing and really doing the deeper thinking. That's that all the other stuff just makes the wheels turn. But like, I got to build the engine, and that requires turning it all off. I find it really, really hard. Yeah. And that's why mommy likes to go on business trips a lot. Yeah. No, that, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. Yep. Well, I, I want to ask, can you talk to us about the choice of talking about that balance on the show, about talking about being, right. you know, parents? You know, because again... Well, I just, I don't God, when I became a mother, I was so mad. Yeah. I was like, hello, ladies, could you have told me some of this? Like, what the fuck, you know? I, I think things are different, though. I really do. Like, like I said, my oldest is 11, and I just see... Like there's just, there just wasn't anything online to read about struggling as a mother. Like there was nothing. What did I read? I read Brooke Shields' memoir. Right. Um, <laughs> like that's seriously, that was Whoa. all there was. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. Then, I mean, helpful. right? That's not yeah. a helpful not, resource. No, I mean, I, that and Anne Lamott's wow. operating instructions. Great wow. book. Those were the only two things I could find to read. And then there was Ask Moxie. I finally discovered that website, yeah. which was awesome. And then it's like, look, at, like it, that's not that long ago. It's 10 years ago that there were no resources for people who were like confused, freaked out by parenting. Yeah. So I just think like this, and this is going to seem ridiculous. Us not like like that. It's new that we're talking about struggling being a parent and right. being a, a professional person. That's going to seem stupid ten years from now. We can only hope, oh, right? Like, gotta it's, have so. Yeah, I think it will. But but the key thing here is, you know, it's it's not going to get better till Jen and I talk about this all the time till yeah. we flip the script till. You, there are different ways of working for everyone. I mean, I will say, like, I don't know that there's an easy way around having, like, a, a kid under the age of three and wor- working full time. Right. I, I, I don't, it's hard. And you are going to have to ask your coworkers to, you know, be a little bit flexible. Like, and maybe when that's a normal thing, like when someone is procreating, like, that's just normal at businesses in the future. Yeah. Right now, it's like, you know, there's a lot of muttering behind people's backs and I've done it too. You know, I didn't go back to work full time till I felt I could be there full time, but not everybody has that luxury. It's true. I just don't think that would be such a great time if family, which we consider so important in this country, was seamlessly integrated into all the other things that were, you know, important. That would be amazing. I just don't know if that's possible if we are continuing to like say that like the the way that success works is if you're making, you know, 100x returns and like there's just like I'm sorry, something has to give at some point. Like it's it's 
I, I, I'm not sure we know the answer yet. Either yeah. it's a change of culture or putting money in different places or, frankly, like not making as much money for the like top 0.001% of men, only men, right. who have all that money. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. Well, they'd have to start by respecting uh, women. <laughs> Wouldn't that be extraordinary? I know. It's weird. You know, or respecting men who respect families and, you know, putting, you know, and family time and quality totally. time and not wanting anywho. Let's wrap up. Okay. <laughs> Season two is all about trust. And how information spreads on the internet, which really is important right now. And you guys are very transparent in your process and your business. And I think that builds a lot of trust with your listeners. I think what I'd I'd like to know and just, you know, from your experience is, has there been anything that has surprised you personally that you learned about trust in the internet this season? Well, I'm going to sound like an idiot because I have been reporting on this whole big tech and all the dumb shit that they do for years now, right? Right. And yet, I am still shocked at how they... They learn, like, just when you think, like, oh, my God, it doesn't get any worse, then they've done something even more absurd and untrustworthy with their users, as we are called, as yeah. their with their customers, the lack of respect that they have shown to consumers and the trust that we have put in in them in these companies with all of our information, uh, I, I I can't I I feel naive saying it, but like just when I think like oh the the you know the evil corporate overlords they that's that's absurd they wouldn't go any further than that oh no they've done it again like they blatantly (laughs) knew and like let's put Cheryl Sandberg in that conversation absolutely that really bummed me out like I I was super bummed that Cheryl ended up being not the like force for good that I had hoped she could be right well equal opportunity to be an asshole yes You got it. Oh, was, ah, oh you uh, know, I do have what I do have a follow up to that actually. That's okay. kind of connected to it. I am surprised. I think I was surprised at how, while we were exploring those issues throughout the season, how willing our listeners were. They were so willing to go with us and to trust us to yeah. explore those ideas on a deep level. You know, buying yeah. civil tokens like these issues matter to them and that is a pleasant surprise it kind of balances out some of the despair that we're talking about when it comes to these big tech companies yeah just to clarify jen and i did this really um strange joined a very strange experimental startup that was attempting to use blockchain technology uh (laughs) to save journalism if you have no idea what that means neither did we that's what we tried so to figure great. out on the podcast. Yeah. And it required people like kind of contributing and joining in and trying to do it. And people did. So I think like, it, and part of that was because we have built a trusted relationship with our listeners that they're willing to do weird stuff with us. But I'll tell you what, like, I feel like for Jen and I, that's like, that's the heart of our business. And, and we, we do not take it for granted. And like, we're, we constantly are checking ourselves. Like, are are we doing good by the listeners? Because if we don't have them, like, seriously, we have no business. No, I think that's, that's a hundred percent spot on. It's, you know, there's, you know, it's the old, with great power comes great responsibility. You do have to Mm. be responsible, Mm -hmm. especially, especially when we're talking about things like, 
trying to make changes to how we're working as a culture when it comes to treating women, when it comes to treating families. I think it's like only possible if we're being honest and careful with like our listeners. So I, you know, you guys are doing a great job. (laughs) Well, thank Thank you. you. Yeah. So uh, again, Manoush and Jen, thank you for joining us. If you guys, if listeners have not already checked out ZigZag, you absolutely should. If you've been listening to this show for this long, this is so in your wheelhouse, but with like this so much wonderful insight into into starting these businesses and trying to do this uh, as parents. I just, it is a delight. Uh, everybody check out ZigZag. And thank you guys so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you both so much for having us. It was super fun. Yeah, thank you. you guys are this is just awesome. bad mothers. Oh, we just <laughs> talk about how horrible it is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys uh, have a good day. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. The Greatest Generation is the most popular Star Trek podcast in the world. A pretty dubious distinction, but it's true. We've blasted through all of Star Trek The Next Generation, and now we are blasting through Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Come find out why millions of people have listened to our show and the Star Trek industrial complex ignores it. Go to MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts and look for The Greatest Generation. Going into a bullseye interview, I know that it's somebody who does amazing work, but it's it's an actual conversation, and you know sometimes it gets real. No, but my mother, I remember my I remember when I got <laughs> this is going to become a therapy session very quickly. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm in therapy. That was a great interview. Bullseye, creators you know, creators you need to know. Find it at maximumfun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Oh, my gosh. I want to go have coffee with them. I know. Me, too. I liked them a lot. Me, too. That was also, I don't know, somehow very satisfying. Yeah. You know, like I, I, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's going to throw me into a panic. And it didn't. No. I was like, yeah, thank God people exist in the world. <laughs> Speaking of being thankful that people exist in the world, let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. I don't know if this is a rant or a breakdown, but otherwise, either way, I need to say it out loud. Three-year-olds are the worst. We have 45 minutes from when she wakes up to the time we have to be out the door so that I'm not late for work. And every single morning is a fight to just put on her fucking boots and her fucking coat. And when it makes it worse when my partner is traveling because then I also have to walk the dog before I go to work and that's one more battle because the three-year-old doesn't want to walk the dog. She wants to wait in the house, which I can't do because she could, I don't know, hurt herself or something. And now it's cold. It's like minus 10 degrees Celsius. And so the whole walk with the dog, she's complaining about how cold she was because as it turns out, the winter boots I have for her are too small, so she's wearing rain boots in the snow, and her poor feet are cold. 
need a break. So, thank you for letting me say it out loud. You guys are doing a good job. You are doing such a good job. Yeah, you are. That is both a rant and a breakdown. Yes. Yeah. That, okay. First, yeah. Three-year-olds. When people tell me now how old yeah. I say, you know, yeah. oh, they have, somebody offers yeah. that they've got kids and they say yeah. they have a three-year-old, I yeah. say, oh, how are you? Yeah. Like, that's like literally my first question. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. You know? And, yeah. <laughs> because it's it's a, it's a lot. There's so much happening yeah. with three-year-olds mm-hmm. and and. It's not like a TV show. It's not like pithy no. or like witty yeah. or cute. Yeah. It's a lot of work, mm-hmm. and it's and it's very confusing as a parent because they're all they're still they're babies still. They still look like a baby on some level. You know what I mean? So like yeah. you're like my baby. Right. I absolutely still have to take care of you. Yeah, and you want none of it. Yeah, and you're very bad at regulating your emotions at me yeah right i remember when i was expecting oscar and some and like asking somebody who had like a a three-year-old or something how it was with their baby and they said like oh well it's great because their three-year-old can dress herself and get her shoes on (laughs) and at the time i was like oh that makes so much sense so the older one now can do all these things and then you can focus on the baby because the older one gets a chance to do the and then what I found out no. is no. No. Just no. Didn't happen in no. your house. Didn't happen in my house. <laughs> but also the matter of can they versus yes. will, will they, they? is a whole <laughs> separate yeah. question. Yes. And again, because three-year-olds uh, can really, uh, they're very good at communicating, yeah. but in a very sort of abusive way. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's cold. She don't want to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't either. Right. But And you feel guilty because yes! you feel like she is cold and it's your fault. I it's just, just so... Ah! It's a whole nother thing. I know. And you're not sleeping because three-year-olds, you're still not resting. You're not resting. I don't care if they're sleeping through the night. You're not rested. There's a three-year-old in your house. And like, yeah... That and everything's trying to be done, and like there is no mm-hmm. advice. There's no, no get up an hour earlier. Or like, <laughs> it's my favorite piece of advice. Why don't you get up an hour earlier? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that will just train the children to wake up an hour yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah. Dear world, please don't ever tell me to get up earlier than I do. Jesse and I were watching Creed the other night. Uh-huh. There's this part where he gets woken up for training. And oh, he's yeah. like so groggy and it's so early. And he looks at his phone and it's 545. Oh, and no. I was like, that's like that's, not, that's not that bad. Not that like, bad. That's just yeah. morning. He's just getting up in the morning. <laughs> what the fuck? Look, you're doing an amazing job. Everything you're dealing right now with is really Hard, so hard, and difficult, yes, and cold, yes, and like, uh, emotionally depleting. Yeah, and I am glad that you called. You can call eighteen more times and leave that very same message if mm-hmm. you need to. Yeah. You know, it, I, I think it's a good sign that you're aware you need a break. You'll find it. Mm-hmm. You're doing a really good job, and you're absolutely not alone, and you're not failing. You're amazing. You're amazing. Teresa, what did we learn this week? We learned 
You gotta look for the fun. <laughs> we learn. Be, be aware. Be Keep aware. those eyes peeled. That's right. You never know when something. You guys might all work might really enjoy. Well. <laughs> you might all enjoy something as a family. Why are we being so sarcastic about this? I don't know because it's true. It is actually true. But but it feels I think we're broken shitty. on the inside. Yeah. yeah, it sounds shitty. It feels shitty. So I actually learned more from our conversation. <laughs> yeah. With Manish uh, and Jen. Yeah, Manish yeah. and Jen. Because it's true. Maybe we shouldn't be trying to find... Yeah. Oh, it's like every other discussion we ever have on the show. Uh-huh. Maybe we shouldn't be trying to do this yeah. weird thing that's been fed to us for our entire lives. Yeah. Maybe it is about the joy comes from doing things separate and alone. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Like, because it, there's a lot to be said about yeah. that. That, like, you know, here's the thing. I wish I could enjoy watching movies with, like, Katie Bell and Stefan on the weekend. But I don't really want to. I know that I would probably enjoy it if we did it. But simultaneously, they're enjoying it more than I probably am mm-hmm. going to enjoy it. Like, they're just going to enjoy it on a different level. Mm-hmm. And I really would like to go and be quiet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I it's just, okay. It's okay. And it's okay to, like, enjoy something with one person. Person yeah. in your family, yeah. and then enjoy a different thing with another person in your like. That's yeah. that's good. Too. I think that's good too. Yeah, let's look for those moments. Yeah, let's just look for that any enjoyment. More real <laughs> anywhere. Yeah, look, I'm enjoying a moment alone by myself in my car. Yeah, I'm in the bathroom with the door <laughs> locked. I'm enjoying this. I'm <laughs> guys. Yes. Yeah. Look, we found one of those moments. <laughs> Everybody, it's 2019. Just like we do every day, we're going to get up, do stuff, (laughs) go back to bed, get up and do it again. But for 2019, (laughs) but in a whole new year, let's all enjoy writing the wrong year for the next six months. (laughs) Before I forget, I want to say, we haven't done this reminder in a while, but if you like us, Go over to iTunes and uh, leave a review or just click some stars. That's mm-hmm. super easy. That just helps people find us. It helps. It get, helps our ranking. Yeah, it helps it, the world know that. good for the show. Yeah, it's an easy way to support us. Yes. Everybody, you are doing an amazing job. You really are, guys. You really are. It's so hard. We made it through the holidays, guys. Yeah. Happy holidays. We got through all that. Hopefully, if you've got school-aged children, they are back in school. Yeah. Uh, So things are getting back into some sort of routine. If you don't and you're actually home with kids, congratulations. Your holiday will never end. (laughs) (laughs) So you're all doing a really good job. Teresa, you are doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. 
To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.